0: Ramsey, the Dave Ramsey Show, heard weekdays at 5, on Business 1440, KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The House Intelligence Committee has now declassified that memo alleging political bias at the FBI and Department of Justice.
1: The memo, which the FBI says is inaccurate and missing critical context, asserts that current and former FBI and Justice Department leaders signed off on a surveillance warrant to monitor communications of a former Trump campaign associate. The document asserts that opposition research conducted by British spy and funded in part by the Democratic National Committee and the Clinton campaign formed the critical basis for the allegations contained in the warrant application. They say the research should not have been a basis for the warrant because it contains unproved allegations.
0: That is Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Democrats are accusing the Republicans of cherry-picking details to try and discredit the ongoing Mueller investigation. This is SRN News.
1: AffinityWorldwide.com is a family of companies and 50-plus operating divisions spanning a broad spectrum of industries. We are entrepreneurs, innovators, makers, and investors. From real estate, investing, insurance, publishing, event production, marketing, and digital design and development, Affinity Worldwide brands are united in delivering excellence and endless possibilities. Learn more about our portfolio of brands at AffinityWorldwide.com.
5: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
1: The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan.
5: He's a good man and
6: thorough. Welcome to Job Saturday here on the King Daniels Show. Good morning. Since I always get picked on for describing what's happening outside my office window, it's snowing. <laughs> you know what? It's also it's also um, the first weekend of February, so that's not news. Uh, I I do hope uh, the The fans uh, have come to town for the Super Bowl, are able to uh, understand that uh, in Minnesota in February, we have cold, we have snow. We do this every year. You can do it for a weekend. You'll be fine. We actually have, this is Winter Institute weekend, Uh, we just finished up uh, about about 20 hours ago with our last event, and... um, and it was is a great time. We have some visitors to us come to us uh, who are from uh, Italy, um, living on the Adriatic coast, about midway down the uh, down the country and center of of Italy. I f- I thought to myself, okay, so these folks really had no idea what they were coming to. If you're from Philadelphia, you're from New England. You should know what we're about up here, okay? But my my Italian friends, and these are friends, uh. It was like, okay, you guys can come, but, man, I hope you're ready. Uh, they've had a great time, uh, and we've had a great time, too. Markets have had, a, have had a great time, but have suffered some reversals over the last week or so. Capped off by Jobs Friday yesterday, so here on Jobs Saturday, as we always do on the King Bang and Show here on Business 1440, we dig in to see what's inside the Jobs Report. Do a little analysis of that, and then I'd like to spread it out a little bit because if you listen here to Business 1440, one of the things you hear a lot is discussion of the stock market, the real estate market, and so on. And what's happening right at this moment feels potentially like a pivot point, that there might be something happening with interest rates there might be something that that means the stock market needs to retrace some of its gains over the last several months. I think um, as I tweeted back at one of our listeners um, i th- I think those who brag about the stock market, who are in politics when the market's going up uh, all of a sudden will get kind of silent at a time like this. You really shouldn't brag about the stock market if you're if you're in the White House or you're in Congress. I actually wish the Fed wouldn't speak so much about the stock market, and for the most part, they don't. Because what goes up can come down, will come down eventually. And I don't think, though, the reasons it's coming down are reasons that are long-lasting. I think that either that or some other things have to happen to confirm the signal. So when I said it was a potential pivot point, That will be my three Ps for the day, a potential pivot point. There has to be some confirmatory signals elsewhere before I'll drop the first P and say this is the pivot point. This is the point where the expansion goes into its late phase, which sort of moves up in my own mind the point at which we we might see a recession. Right now, I see clear skies for 2018, but these moves over the last over the last ten days um, have my economist uh, antennae up, looking for additional signs, and I'm going to share those with you so you can watch as well and see if that's what's happening. But first, let's do the jobs report. We we always we always want we always want to do that, and this is part of. This is part of the signal that might constitute that, that, that could constitute the potential pivot point. It's not the job number itself. It, payroll employment up 200,000 jobs, okay, for the month of January. Worth remembering, and I'm going to, I need to, I think I've got this queued to the right page, yes. Um, for, in the jobs report, I thought this, this is a little bit interesting some due to a lapse in funding okay they don't want to use the the partial federal government shutdown some agencies of the federal government were shut down or were operating at reduced staffing levels levels between january 20 and january 22 all household data collection was suspended during the shutdown household survey data collection resumed on january 23 and was conducted through January 26 to allow for the usual number of collection days. The response rate for the household survey in January 2018 was slightly below the average for 2017. I wanted to read that fully. I'll explain what that means in a second. I'll note that they don't believe that there was any discernible effect on the national unemployment rate or any of the other measures. But I do want to put, and they say that they actually see collection rates from the establishment survey, the payroll survey, were within normal range. That's the words they use. Here's the reason why this matters and why I, you will hear me from time to time um, rail against cuts in funding that damage the ability to conduct surveys. They note that the national unemployment rate is, you know, probably wasn't affected by this 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 shutdown. There were no discernible effects because the unemployment rate overall was unchanged. And remember again, how do you get the national unemployment rate? The national unemployment rate comes from a dial-out to 66,000 numbers chosen specifically for uh, geography... Uh, Geography, they want to make sure they cover the entire country in the same way each time around. when you have lower collection rates, those aren't necessarily you know those those lower rates aren't spread around the country equally and the reason I bring this up was it was during the State of the Union address, which feels like it was it was a long time ago, but was in fact just this last Tuesday. There was a comment made by, by President Trump about the black unemployment rate being at this historic low. And, of course, on Friday, the new number comes out, and the black unemployment rate goes up by eight-tenths of a percent. My point to you is those data are generally unreliable, because think about what you're taking. So you've got 66,000-foot households that you're surveying overall. Okay, what share of the, of the workforce uh, would be black? Let's just work with round numbers for a moment. 10% of them, let's say 10% of them are, are black. So you're now down to 6,600 households. Now you want to determine an unemployment rate that is around, around, let's say it's even 10%. You're now down to 660 folks. Now add to that the fact that you missed three days of data collection and you have lower response rates. So you don't even have 660. You have a number even smaller than that. There's randomness in who you call and who answers the phone. You just, when you try to cut the sample down to talk about a black unemployment rate, those data are inherently volatile. I'm not going to say unreliable. They are our best estimate of what is happening. But when you give the point estimate, this is some of the training I actually give to my students when I teach them forecasting. When you give them the estimate, you actually have to tell them what's the margin of error, just like a pollster does. No good pollster tells you the approval rate of the president or of Congress without telling you, here's the margin of error. And you should know that the margin of error on, on something of that small is in that neighborhood of 3 to 4 tenths of percent. So if you say two times the margin of error is being a significant difference, just as, just as a, a, a rule of thumb, it's not clear that, that there's a statistically significant difference between 6.5 and 7.3. Now, to the credit of the Bureau of Labor Statistics, during the Obama administration... They started making this point more regularly in their, in their formal reports. Unfortunately, our, our media sources, our, our, our TV stations, our radio stations, and so on, don't take the time to do that because it's confusing. I've taken a lot of time to tell you this right now, and I know that's quite possible... And in fact, and not, it's not quite possible. I know that there's some fraction of you who will say, I didn't quite get that. That's okay. My students don't get it the first time I tell them. This is why I have to repeat myself. And it's all right. It takes some time to really think through what we're talking about. That's why I talk about you're talking about a sample of a larger sample of a larger sample yet. And so we think in the beginning we've got 66,000 households. We've got a pretty good grip on things but when you're trying to count the number of, of households uh, household persons who are African American, who are also unemployed, all right, you're taking 7% of 10%. Okay, so that's 7 tenths of 1% of the sample that you're actually, uh, of the 66,000 that you're talking about. That's not a very large number. This is why when you hear me talk about, you know, well, you said 200,000, it was 170. You said 170, it's 200,000. You know, and I say, well, that's actually pretty good. There's just simple measurement errors in these. And the, and the lesson to learn is the smaller the sample, the more you're trying to cut that sample, the larger the errors have to be. That's a kind of a basic thing we'll teach you in, in a first statistics course. All right, we'll do it with you know bell curves that are that are wider or narrower, you know higher, you know with a higher peak or a lower peak. Okay, yes, I'm doing it again. I'm trying to dri- describe a graph for you using words on a radio. It's all right. That's what we do. In fact, that's I consider that part of my specialty, because I actually I actually think you get it. I have I have faith in my listeners that they. That they're, hear- that they're able to see with their eyes what they're hearing, right? And if you can think that through, you can, th- you can actually say something very profound about how people are talking about the jobs report here. And that's what you p- get here from the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
5: In the car, and the car won't go, that's the way you spell Chicago, knife and a fork, and a pretty green, that's the way you spell New Orleans,
4: hell again.
1: King Vanyard as he shows you economic charts, graphs, and other visual aids you can't see on the radio, here on Business
5: 1440. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper and deeper in credit card debt, and you're not sure how to fix the problem? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management is a non-profit organization that will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment. Put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, and reduce your interest rates by as much as 60%. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. It's not a loan. It's a smart way to relieve your stress, meet your obligations, and preserve your self-respect. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Gather up your bills and call this toll-free number for a free, no-obligation debt analysis. 1-800-990-690. That's 1-800-990-6976. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976.
7: I'm Teresa Morrow, the Vice President of External Relations with Minneapolis Foundation. You know, WNAV has done a lot of pretty significant sized events for us, and they do everything from sound and lights to the audio to videotaping to making sure that all the performers look and sound right. As an event person, you really sweat the details, and when I work with WNAV, I don't worry about that stuff. They always come through for me, whether it's an event for 1,500 people or it's an intimate event and all I need is a microphone and a sound system. They can do that full range for me. Probably the greatest thing about WNAV, not only are they early, they're usually there before I am. They scout it ahead of time. They're prepared for what your event is. And I know I can count on WNAV 100% of the time. And I do.
5: Hi, I'm Mark, president of WNAV Audiovisual. Where your meeting is our business online at wnav-video.com
3: Service.
5: Good morning, world. It's a brand new day. I pack my bags and I kill no way. I'm moving my
6: legs in my city. Welcome back. I gotta get away. From the- King Daniel Show. Business 1440. Yeah, I do. I like that. <laughs> that's delightful.
8: It is. It's a good morning
6: song, right? It is a good morning song. <laughs> you know, you have to keep that one around. We should play that more often. Blue Mink. Uh, so, yeah, it I've got never, me
8: stumped. It's a be- band I've never listened to much of, but that's a good tune.
6: That's uh, that stumped me. I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I mean, I had. I had the shoulders rocking. That's good stuff. I tell you what, part of, part of having a good producer for a morning show is having having music that kind of yes, I'm, I'm back because you know coffee can only do so much. Music does the rest. So welcome, King Banyan Show. Business fourteen forty jobs report jobs report on jobs Saturday. Um, Two hundred thousand was the add to jobs. Yes, there were revisions to the to the November and December number. That knocked twenty four thousand off the overall. But in another, and I I promise you, I will. This is not the hour of uh, of sampling theory. Um, The the there's there are additional. So so we did the house we did the household survey, and it's it's a little bit biased. But again, four point one percent was the top line. Four point one percent was the top line number for the unemployment rate. Um, and I'm just I'm just having to go through through all this stuff here to find the numbers. The participation rate stayed steady. The unemployment rate stayed steady. Um, you saw uh, not in the labor force um, the folks not in the labor force rose by a little bit, but it, overall the number of people employed um, rose by three hundred and. No, excuse me, four hundred and nine thousand persons. That's a sixty thousand increase. So that's a that's a pretty good number. Overall, two point three million more people working in January of twenty eighteen versus January of twenty seventeen. With a with an employment to population ratio, which again I say that's the number that that kind of is it's it's hard to it's hard to reinterpret that number to tell uh, some stir- story. It's, uh, I think it's free of some confirmation bias. The unemployment-to-population ratio rose from 59.9 to 60.1 percent over the year. There has not been progress really on there's not been progress really on that number at all in the last year it's simply gone sideways so while we might want to celebrate the fact that in the last year the unemployment rate has come down from 4.8 to 4.1 what we haven't seen is is what we thought we'd see which is in a roaring market you would see the you would see the number of folks not in the labor force change in some relatively dramatic way Downward, and you would see a pickup in the labor force participation ratio. That hasn't happened, and and again, the major cause of that is a decline in male labor force participation. Female labor force participation rates have actually stabilized to the levels they were around 2000. So there are enough women participating in the in the economy to to Bring us back to where we were at the end of the '90s expansion, but the male labor force participation rate isn't there, and so th- this is a this is a significant concern I think for uh, for the market uh, uh, longer run. But let's set that aside. So we're we're done with talking about the uh, ab- about the about the household survey. Let's let's roll on and talk about the talk about the, the, the uh, numbers for the payroll survey or establishment survey, as it's officially called. Total number of jobs up uh, 200,000, as mentioned before, 196,000 in the private sector. The goods sector continues to click along at a pretty nice rate, led by, by construction employment. Even though it's been a fairly tough winter, in many parts of the country, thirty-six thousand jobs added in construction is a is a very healthy figure um, in in a, in a in in a January period. In January twenty seventeen, I went back and looked. That was a, that was considered a much milder weather in January of twenty seventeen. Fifty-one thousand jobs then. Construction employment has been very strong over. The last couple years and has supported the numbers we see here in the local economy. Up here in in central Minnesota, we're not yet back to the levels we saw in two thousand five, two thousand six, in terms of the share of people employed who are in the construction sector. But we're at the highest le- we're at the highest level since two thousand seven. So or excuse me 2006. So we are seeing a very positive uh outlook in construction. We are seeing stable employment in manufacturing, not not gangbusters, but but fairly stable. On the service side, on the service side what we what we can see is what we can see is a gain of 139,000 jobs. That's equal to what we had in November and and December was at one eleven um, and and as we thought, the retail trade number, which was down 25,600 in December, perhaps because retailers let some of their seasonal workers go prior to the end of the end of the sample period um that number up fifteen thousand four hundred workers in January that reversal pretty much would account for the entire difference between December and January numbers that's that's the base of of what's happened there it's so what i would tell you is it is the 160 and the 200 are roughly the same kind of number i will tell you here what is the what is the big what is the big gain that we've seen wages rose 9 cents average hourly earnings rose $0.09 to to $26.74 an hour. Okay, that's a gain of $0.75 per hour over the last year. The number of hours worked slid slightly. Okay, but uh, aggregate number of hours worked slid by uh, one half of 1%. But we still see, we still see that that weekly payrolls are well supported. The average paycheck, even though there was a two tenths decline in hours worked, pay uh, uh, average weekly earnings for uh, workers in the private sector um, fell by about two dollars and fifty cents. Okay, so there was a rebalancing. They got a little extra time. They got a little less money, but not, I don't think it, uh, it doesn't look like to be a very big number. Year over year, wages grew two point nine percent. Well, you know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to wait to come back to that particular point. So I'll, I'll, I'll come back to the wage point in a moment. But, but just to just to close the thought on the, on on, on the employment figures, we we still see a healthy. Diffusion index month over month, looking at the number of areas where we're seeing expansion versus contraction, slid down some in terms of the private sector, but still at 58% of the 258 industries saying that their their employment expanded. That's been pretty healthy. The number that I always want to make sure that I keep a focus on is the longer run average. Over the last three months, jobs up 192,000 overall that's a that's an important figure 192,000 it's approximately flat and if you look at percentage growth year over year I've tweeted this to you at pound KBRS if you look at that that it has slowed slightly so whereas employment was growing 1.7 percent it's now growing at about 1.4 percent year over year which which yes am I concerned about that a little bit but, but on the other hand I think these wage gains are important because I think it's a sign that that decline is not a function of a lack of demand from businesses it's that the job market in terms of the workers who are actually showing up and saying I'm willing to work has gotten really tight we'll talk more about that after this you're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440
5: Bam Ransom here, along with Johnny Dean
1: and Rick, the Professor Plum. We know how important financial planning and wealth education can be. So we're focusing the show on the investment strategy designed for the needs you have today and the goals you have for the future. Join us for Bucket Strategy Investing. Bucket Strategy Investing. Answering questions about your most important financial challenges, your 401Ks, IRAs, Social Security, and more. Join us every day for Bucket Strategy Investing. Tune in every weekday at noon on the new Business 1440.
7: Please call 1 800 366 7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non political, and tax deductible.
6: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception.
2: Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC Professionals. We would love to clean your business. So call me today at
7: 651-404-0132. Let's face it, life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440.
6: Welcome back, King Daniels Show. This is 1440. On Job Saturday, 4.1% unemployment rate, 200,000 additional jobs in the economy. And probably the biggest news that was given was that hourly earnings up three tenths percent in January, 2.9% year over year. That's the biggest gain since 2008-2009. Now, again, I warn people about about uh, sampling and how we can how these numbers can get messed up and how they reverse. And as I mentioned, the the talking point that President Trump had on Tuesday about the black unemployment rate disappeared him on Friday, largely because of of statistical noise. I did tweet to you at Pound KBRS a link that. Um, was a January jobs report and ten charts? I've always been a fan of that particular. They do the Wall Street Journal does that every month. I I always go through it because because the graphs. If if you pull it up, if you move your mouse over the lines, you can actually see the numbers behind the graphs. It's a very useful thing. It's a very useful thing to uh, do, to um, to look at. Um, that those graphs did not include a graph on wages though. And a year-over-year number, doesn't move all that fast, since every additional month you get, you're lopping off one twelfth of of what you sampled, adding a, adding a new information for one twelfth and keeping the other the other eleven observations the same. So two point nine percent is high. Now is high largest since two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Now in terms of what we really care about. Real wages. How much more will my pay packet buy at the store? This is not as good as it was in twenty fifteen when we had we had average hourly earnings going racing at a one point nine two percent rate. Yeah, okay, that's fine, and people would say, but that's not as high as it used to be. But you have to remember in twenty fifteen CPI inflation was practically zero. So that entire two percent gain was a gain to real wages, not true now. Wages up two point nine percent, but the CPI inflation rate seems to be seems to have gone north of two percent. So real wage gains are really less than one percent, and this is part of the trigger that is getting people to think about what happens in the stock market what happens in um, and what happens overseas and I am going to talk more about this but let's let's work what's th- let's, let's work through this let's think about what's happening the labor force participation rate as I, as I noted is still in sort of a flat tr- uh, a flat tr- trend horizontal line pretty much for the last 2 years it seems stuck this this particular month the number of people who entered the labor force grew five hundred and eighteen thousand. We added four hundred as I noted, we added four hundred and nine thousand jobs according to the household survey, and the reason the difference in those two numbers are small business startups. Right? An establishment survey doesn't doesn't interview a startup because The person making the phone calls doesn't know that new business exists yet. That's why we go back and do the census measurements and do those benchmark revisions that I discussed in an earlier segment today. Because we can't pick up the new businesses and we can't drop out, we don't drop out until we know the businesses that have merged or closed. unemployment rate is is stuck in part because we added so many people to the labor force. And why are they being added? I believe they're being added because they hear the market's tight. They hear they see wage increases. And those wage increases are inducing people to come off the bench. So you recall at the beginning of the show, I talked about a potential pivot point, and I didn't in the last segment because I was talking about some other things. But here's the first potential pivot point. If the economy is being is being lifted up by a combination of still easy money and the real demand side value of the tax cuts that were passed by Congress and signed and signed into law in December, if those, if those are having the effect that we'd expect, theory would say, the theory would say we would see increases in wages, an increase in labor force participation. The unemployment rate might decline, and it might not, because we don't know how many people who have been out waiting will now be encouraged to come back, for whatever reason. I, if It won't happen and wages will rise faster if it turns out the reason men are not participating in the labor force is that they're, they're hooked, on, hooked on opioids. The labor force participation rate will increase and wages won't increase as fast if it turns out the reason, reason men are not participating in the labor force is they really, really love playing World of Warcraft. If, you know, because at some point, that wage that's out there is the opportunity cost of playing a video game. And at some point, the wage gets to the point where you go, Ugh, I think I'll put the controller down and, and get out of the basement and go find a job. Those are rational behaviors. And even people who you would say are addicted to video games, they still respond to incentives. Unless the unless the addiction has reached a pathological stage, I would I would believe that that higher wages will induce some of those who spend hours upon hours with their video games will put down the controller and go to get to will go to play will go to work instead of playing. That's that just is part of what makes sense. If we, see, if we see this massive increase in demand that we think will happen as more and more businesses announce bonuses, pay increases, um, or new orders for, factor, for, for capital goods, which is one th- number that I think should be on your radar for 2018, cap- capital expenditures, That number needs to be on your radar because that will be a sign of what's happening with the tax increase. But everything we've seen so far, all of the reporting so far, is focused on the demand side. The impact of an increase of demand in the labor market is to increase hiring, pull-up wages, increase labor force participation, particularly when there is simply no slack in the labor market. I'm going to talk more about that in my local context. I I want to tell you some things that happened at Winter Institute over the last few over the last couple of days. I want to do those I want to do those in the second hour. But we're seeing that tightness in the labor market now. And we're beginning to see here locally as well a pickup in wages as businesses realize I need to expand, I've got to find somebody additional to come work for me. Okay. So, as those markets as these markets expand and those wage increases happen, they start a chain that we're going to talk about next. That chain is that higher wages will be an indicator cited by the Federal Reserve for why they are going to move on interest rates perhaps even faster than they have so far signaled. Okay, uh, I, had, I, I had a Twitter exchange with Brian Westbury from First Trust who has been, has been pretty adamant that, not, that there will be four rate increases, not three rate increases. I will argue that what's happened in the stock market in this, last, in this last week is more and more people are coming around to that view. I haven't yet, but I want to explore that idea with you, okay, and what it would mean because four rate increases is, going, is, is damaging to the stock market. It's damaging to housing markets because, because mortgage rates will rise faster. I already believe mortgage rates are going up, not down. I already think if you, all right, I'm I'm not doing a real estate commercial, but I will just say I have acted on the assumption that mortgage rates will rise in 2018 because about four or five months ago I pulled out of my my variable rate mortgage and fixed, locked in my rate, and I wasn't overly fussy about the rate I was going to pay. I was fussy about how much, how much i had to pay to get that rate right i i didn't want because i might i might be wrong and i want the flexibility to change again but i'm seeing signs that that decision is probably a good forecast not a bad forecast but i need confirmatory signals before i'll drop the first p of potential pivot point in our conversation, I'll tell you some more. You've already got the first one, right? The first one is a rise in the labor force participation rate and increasing, increasing wage growth. That's the first pivot point. That's the first confirmatory signal. We're, we've seen a little bit of it. I think we still need more before we'll say that's absolutely happening. We'll give you the rest after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
0: I want to tell y'all about sniffers. I want to tell you who is a sniffer and what snippers do. Now, sniffer is a man when this old lady out and stay out all night. She come home to put her clothes off to go to bed. He be sniffing on the clothes to see what she been and what she been doing and what she been gone. Now, you can always tell a sniffer when you see one. He be walking around with a little funny grin on his face. And every time a woman past me, he go. Whoo, whoo, whoo. Now, that's a sniffer. You see, it's some sniffers up in here right now. Let me point them out to y'all.
1: Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on that bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Well, thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in.
7: Alexa, play Business Radio 1440.
1: Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Business 1440 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo.
8: Were you sold an annuity, you deserve a clear, honest, objective review of exactly what it is, and more importantly, what it isn't. Go to annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can request an unbiased review of any annuity absolutely free. It's a $500 value, but for a limited time, this community service is complimentary. Request yours today at annuitydiscovery.com. It's imperative you know the truth. Since you won't get the real story from the sales agent or the insurance company, let Annuity Discovery be your advocate. Visit annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity?
4: We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories, absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4 Imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG1 to 88988. That's bag one to 88988.
5: Hey, good day. Welcome to our super cold show, eh? Hey, good day to you, hoser. Hey, you know what the best thing about winters in Minnesota are? <laughs>
1: I know. It's my Arctic Spa and Swim Spa. They're made in Canada for these ultra-cold Minnesota winters, eh? You know, you keep saying that, but what exactly does that mean? Hey, they got that patented forever floor that doesn't need a concrete slab, eh? And... They got that patented walk-on cover that holds up to 1,000 pounds of snow, eh? And everything in between. Arctics
5: are built for the cold. In fact, anyone can build a hot tub. But Arctic knows how to make them work in the harshest of environments. You should see everything they put into these spas. <laughs> yeah, and how they are in the power bills, are too, man. Are you kidding? That's what Arctic does best. Hot water for
1: very little dough, eh? Yeah, so if you're looking to buy one right now, eh? Or just making the plans, visit Premier Pool in Chanassin today, And see what a true cold weather spot looks like. Premier Pool
5: and Spa, where we take fun seriously, online at premierpools.com. Take off, eh?
6: Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business
3: 1440.
6: This eclectic selection of music will appear for you on Spotify shortly after the show ends. Go to Spotify.com and in the search box type, type, uh, oh gosh, Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. Spotify colon user colon k y c r underscore studio is how you'll find this song and and the sniffer and <laughs> some Robert Palmer and all that fine stuff. Some blue mink, <laughs> blue mink.
8: Yeah, I want to hear the rest of that. That was good. It I is. Like that. It, it's a good song. It is an eclectic yeah. mix today, no doubt. You know
6: oh, <laughs> oh, you did. I mean. Some weeks he has a theme that's based on something historical in music. Uh, in, in music, I don't know what the theme was here. The theme is
8: scatterbrained and absolutely no rhyme and reason to it. So, uh,
6: I'm trying to remember the name of the band. Was it Was it Kiss the Sky or Touch the Sky? There was a band by that name right around right around uh, the late in the late '70s or around 1980 in their introduction you know the, when when a band would come on stage you always got that that voice it's usually the the the, the road crew manager or something mm-hmm. like that who yep. does the announcement and, and and i think their band was called was called kiss the sky and and they, and, and the announcement when they did their live album Ladies and gentlemen, this band came all the way down from an acid trip just to play for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, kiss the sky. And, and and I I actually played that on on a on uh, the college radio station I was working at and and it was one of the two times where I had one of the uh, cuz I was at a Catholic school, I had one of the brothers of the order actually knock on the door and say, don't ever play that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was told not to play Afternoon
8: Delight once. <laughs> oh, yeah. Played it on the, the wrong station, uh, the Starland Vocal y- Band.
6: <laughs> yeah, which I have to say, on top, on, on, on top 40 radio uh, in, in the mid-70s, I mean, that was in such heavy rotation, you couldn't even believe it. I mean, it was like an hourly song. Yes. Always in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely! I just always in the afternoon.
8: It wasn't appropriate. I probably shouldn't have played it. I just yeah, to think yeah, yeah. Blood. What are you yeah, gonna do? Anyway.
6: Yeah, I you'll have to see if you can find you can find that particular pe- that particular bit. Um, it, it might be in Spotify. It might it, kiss Harry the Pop sky. Is a, I think it's called "Kiss the Sky" or "Touch the Sky." Something the sky. We'll miss. Uh, um,
8: we'll, we'll mix some "Kiss the Sky"
6: in with the tubes mm, next week. There you go. Oh, awesome! That'd be great. Uh, let me quickly review before I get to the get to the uh, material, and we only have a couple of minutes anyway. Uh, let's just review the facts of the week. Why was it such a good week? It was a good week. Personal income up four-tenths of a percent. Average hourly earnings, as I mentioned, up 2.9 percent. Consumer confidence up to 125.4 above the expectation. Construction spending up seven-tenths of a month. Factory orders rose 1.7. Percent. I mean, these numbers are really good. Yes, non-farm productivity fell, which was a real shock to many of us. I haven't really thought through what I think of that number, so I'll just, I'll just throw it out there and and, and let it lie. And yet, the stock market down uh, in, on the S and P down three point nine percent, um, three point nine percent in the week, um. The Dow down 2.1. And mortgage rates are now at the highest in, in 10 months. The average 30-year mortgage rate now is at 4.41%. Um, refi and uh, refi applications uh, are down, were down for the week, but are still up year over year. Um, you're still seeing, because, and I think that's a sign that people are beginning to, to think they may have seen the bottom of interest rates. And so the question for the next hour is, is I tweeted uh, uh, Brian Westbury's uh, uh, piece in his case for four rate increases. It's possible. I think it's possible, but I'm waiting for additional signals. But if if it turns out those signals happen, I think this week would be the pivot point where, or an inflection point if you would where we kicked into the late stage of an expansion and when I say that that means that I'm pulling forward I'm saying the recession that I know will come someday because ha- the recession hasn't been repealed I'm saying it's going to be pulled forward to sometime sooner okay Recessions, expansions don't die of old age. They're usually murdered by bad policy. Might be happening here pretty doggone soon. And we'll describe that for you in the next hour of the King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Don't go away.
8: Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job, but don't make enough money to pay the bills. Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register
5: at learnwithota.com. Here we are. It's the week of the big game. Tune into Money Matters with Alan Mike as it'll be a fun show. They'll be applying lessons from past big games to help you achieve success in your retirement. They'll be your coach for the day and help you get your retirement game plan in order. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or call them today with your questions. 855 231 6010.
3: Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Go to www.relieffactor.com, that's relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, that's 800-583-84. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor,
0: relieffactor.com. This is Hugh Hewitt from com. President Trump's opening words of his State of the Union address were his entire message, quote, a clear vision, a righteous mission. The speech was 100% pure Trump because he was first and remains primarily a builder, first of towers, then of a television show, Then of the most unorthodox campaign in American history, now of a presidency of concrete achievement. Like any builder, he touches up the obvious cracks, the unnecessary and off-putting cruelty, and the harsh attacks. And then he sells the best features. He's building his record, and he's patching it up as he goes. So, in this very big, very crucial speech, the big themes were immigrants and building, integration of new communities, the dreamers, intervention in the lives of the addicted and the infrastructure everywhere for everyone, upbeat stuff, big picture stories, wonderful, inspiring narratives. Good stuff, keep it up, Mr. President. Put away the division, keep that building going. This is Hugh Hewitt.